What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. We can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. We look to the future but embrace our past. We study. We analyze. We race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. Through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection, we learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
25 Moyle here from Grunball. Kingsley turns that far sideways. Brian the game is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Justified Cultures, Traction MXC Covers, and Moto Ice Wrap. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. How are things with you? How was the weekend? Yeah, the weekend was great. You know, I uh, was fortunate enough to spend it uh, away from the the heat wave that we're having here in California and uh, head up to the, head up to the mountains to uh, the Mammoth Motocross race. And pretty special is their uh, 50th year of uh, racing on the mountain. And uh, for, as you know, anyone that can uh, keep an event around going for that long, it's uh, pretty remarkable, especially up in, uh, you know, forest territory. Um, but, you know, it was, uh, it was great. Um, like I said, the weather was killer. There's still a ton of snow up there, which is like, rad because you're racing and you're just looking up on the mountains and there's just like tons of snow and probably the most picturesque motocross race you could you could ask for for sure no kidding evergreens uh throughout i'm sure some of the bikes uh don't exactly run at uh at optimum uh horsepower but of course fmf helping out with that um um getting back to that the snow you you're, you're an avid snowboarder you're not uh yeah for sure i mean i haven't uh i haven't been this year which i'm a little bummed on but uh yeah, I think dad life's hampering me a little bit. I I got to uh, got to break away, but um, you know what? Uh, it was it was pretty neat. A lot of people were actually going up after after the race and like wearing like shorts and a t shirt and going uh, going snowboarding. So it's pretty cool when you can say I just got finished racing. I'm gonna go uh, hit the hit the slopes now, a different little trail. So um, you know, it's pretty it was pretty cool. No kidding. So for those who haven't uh, haven't been before, and, and Mammoth is kind of, uh, uh, for some it's an annual pilgrimage, uh, for others they can only wish to ever have gone there. Uh, like As an overview of the entire event, especially over the years that you've been there, um, kind of give us a, uh, the Coles notes uh, of what makes um, Mammoth such an awesome event, and uh, the bears, and the uh, just the people, and just the vibe around it. It almost kind of brings that the, the ski village vibe to a motocross track. It's kind of cool. Yeah, we actually uh, made a special uh, T-shirt uh, for the event, and I think it, it sums it up. It's called uh, Beers and Bears, and, uh, you know, this, it's an event that uh, it's really, really family-oriented. It's, uh, you know, they consider it, you know, maybe an amateur national, but it's really, I mean, in some of those classes, yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to have your top-level kids, but it's cool because it's a, di- it's a different race vibe because you really feel like, you know, you don't have to be like a full-time racer to go do this race and, and have a great time. I mean, it's, uh, you know, they do a great job that the staff of Mammoth knows really how to do it. I mean, it's pretty cool. They have, um, you know, the first, uh, first weekend is, is all vets. So, you know, you get the vet guys, get two full days of racing, get to have their fun. And then, uh, Monday through Wednesday, they have, uh, the mini days. So 
you know, like a lot of amateur races, you're there for a full week to get your motos in, you know, and, and Mammoth does it where, the, you know, you're there for a couple of days, you get tons of riding. Um, the motos are like seven laps long for just the average classes, 10 for the pros, and, you know, um, average guys are running around between, a, you know, 215 to 240 lap time. So, I mean, you're definitely feeling it after seven laps up there at that high altitude. It's about – uh, about 8,000 feet at the at the track, um, so your definitely lungs are feeling it. Um, you know the trophies are killer, hand carved bears. Um, the the whole scene, like we said, is just really really cool. It's right in town, so you, everyone's staying at the kind of the village area, and then it's about a five minute drive to the track. Um, they just do it right, man. They shuttle people in and out uh, in like the mammoth uh, snow shuttles for all the spectators, um, and they just they know how to do it. Nice. Well, uh, I definitely have to uh, make that a, a bucket list style track for myself to take in at some point. But uh, uh, bringing yourself down there, obviously, uh, FMF, uh, a huge supporter of of all things racing on two wheels. But for the fact that you'd come out there to uh, to, to, to further support, what would what, what's your role there as, as kind of an ambassador and uh, just uh, uh, president of good times all around? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely an ambassador of uh, Mammoth Motocross. I have I've yet to miss it in about uh, it's been about 20 years. I've been going straight, and uh, it's one of those events I uh, definitely will not be missing in any time in the future. It's like I said, now that you know I've got a little family of my own, it's just awesome to be able to go hang out the track. Um, but uh, you know, they, they like I said, they, they do such a great job, and it's really important for FMF to be a part of uh, you know events like this that uh, really speak to just the average guy. It's not always necessarily about the, the pro racer or the fastest uh, mini kid it's just really reaching out to the, the average guys that are up there racing this type of event and that's uh, another thing that just kind of makes it special like I said like you know it's it's one of the races that you know I was doing every year because it wasn't you know super you know uh, nerve-wracking to go race this race at what they consider an amateur national but uh, it was something that definitely, like, uh, as a vet rider now, it was uh, always a great event for, for myself to even participate in. They have a killer vintage race. We do the FMF two-stroke race up there, and it's kind of run what you brung. You know, uh, Tristan Miller won it this year on a KX500, but there's, like, CR old CR125 race, and it's just kind of just that cool uh, racing experience and the same, you know, type of, you know, people that just have the passion to go ride dirt bikes. It's pretty fun. Absolutely. Nothing better, my friend. I'm glad to see that you're out there and uh, and beat the heat a little bit. Uh, you alluded to it earlier, and uh, is it that dad life is definitely sometimes hampering your snowboard uh, uh, life a little bit, but it won't be long before uh, little, the little guy's got a, got a bike of his own. Any plans for that? Because I know we saw we saw some photos of him sitting on one this weekend, but uh, that was a little bit too big. Uh, what, what's, what's the plan to get uh, like yeah. Supercross 2025 uh, main event winner uh, going on? That's not looking so hot. Uh, I'm definitely uh, going to uh, let him have some fun, but we're definitely not going to take it too serious. He's going to, you know, I want him to grow up to be able to uh, really appreciate dirt bikes. And uh, the way I grew up is just kind of off-road riding a lot. And, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of transitioned uh, into a little bit of racing for fun. But definitely, uh, I mean, if it's something that he absolutely loves and, you know, he shows a lot of interest in, then it's hard to say no. You know, it's uh, just one of those things. But I want to try to, keep him to where, you know, he's good at doing a lot of different things, whether it's golf or, you know, what have you. I mean, you know, we, it's a, you know, our family is a, a motocross dirt bike family. So it's definitely 
going to be in his blood, but we'll we'll just kind of see what uh, what he wants to do. I guess <laughs> I could be in for it though. That's for sure. Hey everyone, let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Maddie Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate JustifiedCultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at JustifiedCultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing products. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to 
WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one of a kind. The reason why they're one of a kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Lininovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to BillsPipes.com today and never settle. No kidding, lock, stock, and barrel, but uh, you, you, we, I don't think you'd be exactly kicking and screaming uh, the entire way. That's uh, just, just, I, I, I can only imagine to see your son uh, go out onto a motocross track uh, as a parent would just be uh, both nerve-wracking and a special moment all, all the same. Um, like... Uh, memories, memories from Mammoth. Uh, you've been going for a long period of time, uh, and I imagine that this uh, this week, uh, more than ever, you're getting a couple extra thanks and pats on the back for a, a couple extra horsepower here and there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you know, when everyone was run, running two strokes, you know, jetting was definitely the key player uh, at that type of elevation. And you know, now not so many four strokes. A lot of you know, most of the four strokes all now being EFI. Um, unless the guy, you know, a rider has a very old four stroke, but um, so it's not 
too much on the jetting side anymore, but there is definitely some stuff that you can play around with, obviously mapping uh, the type of fuel you're using. But, uh, you know, for, the, for like the mini class, like 65, 85s, I mean, that plays a huge, huge role, um, you know. But I, I remember back in the day, I mean, there used to be a line, uh, you know, 30 people deep at FMAF waiting to get their bikes rejetted. And, you know, it used to be a little bit more stressful then because everyone wants to get out on the track, but their bikes aren't running right. So spend a lot of time, you know, with, with the guys and jetting and stuff. So it's gotten a little easier in that aspect over the years, but, so many great memories up there. I mean, we were talking, uh, you know, Mammoth Mountain did a great 50-year uh, anniversary video, and fortunately I was able to be a part of it. And, you know, some of the things they were asking me was, you know, some of the things that stood out to me. And I think one of the coolest things that my dad raced the first event in 1968, and, you know, I've ridden the same exact track that he has, you know, uh, and, you know, now it's 50 years in the making of this race, like I mentioned, and so that's pretty cool yeah. to say, and, it, and they've done a really good job. I mean, the track is still the same. I mean, even though other motocross tracks is, have adapted to maybe, you know, bigger jumps or, you know, the way now that bikes, you know, uh, you know, with four strokes and the tracks have changed, I mean, they've completely left it the same. So it's pretty neat, like, to, to say that, you know, the same track's been ridden by so many gnarly guys like Rick Johnson, you know, Jeremy McGrath. You know, I've seen Jeremy up there in his later years after he was kind of retired, uh, racing with Ryan Hughes, and that was one of the best battles a lot of people that weekend got to see and that you'll ever see on <laughs> dirt bikes. I mean, it was just, you know, you could throw a blanket over for, for 10 laps, and, I mean, just seeing that type of stuff up there, and it's cool because those type of people want to come ride that event because it is so special, and, you know, they share that with their families up there, and, you know, so it's, uh, it is definitely a, a very, very cool event, and people definitely make uh, make memories there for sure. Absolute. Now, uh, the other reason why I had to call and uh, call you up because because of the uh, the rewarding and uh, and awesome work that you do with the Kirk Caselli Foundation uh, at Ride Day uh, and uh, fundraiser. Um, only we're only two weeks removed from that. Uh, I wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of uh, explain what you guys were able to do and uh, and also uh, if you could some memories of the guy who's uh, I can't believe it's already been uh, it's been like, it'll it'll be four, four three years. Three years since November uh, that he's been gone. Yeah, so, you know, I'm fortunate to sit, sit on the board for the Kirk Stelly Foundation. We formed it shortly after Kurt's passing at the Baja 1000 uh, with his uh, his mom, his sister, uh, his fiance at the time, um, John Eric Burleson from uh, the president, uh, was president of KTM North America, and myself. And we've, you know, formed a great team since then, and we've got a couple other people on the board now. And, you know, it's just like anything, you know, it's uh, it's a very rewarding task, but it's, it is a lot of work and we, and we put a lot of effort into it. You know, we do two big uh, fundraisers um, every year. One's a ride day in December where we kind of hit the, you know, Glen Helen uh, track and we create some off-road loops and have the motocross track open and just bring everyone out to remember Kurt and ride their dirt bikes and do a commemorative, uh, you know, lap at the end of the day. But, um, and then just, uh, as you mentioned, two weeks ago, we had our our second big event, which is uh, at the Dofo Winery in Temecula, and uh, this family is just amazing. They they uh, you know heard about Kurt's passing and they just wanted to you know they're very very uh, motorcycle enthusiastic people, and they wanted to figure out kind of how they could get involved. So they reached out to us um, a little over uh, about four years ago and uh, asked if they could do something if we'd be interested in doing something at their winery that their uh, their family's um, from Argentina and they make 
amazing wine. And uh, so we, we actually kind of put away the dirt bikes for a little bit, and we go to their, their location, Temecula, and they have, they have all these vintage motorcycles from uh, road race motorcycles, Ducatis, you know, dirt bikes all spread out throughout the facility. Um, we had about six to 700 people there. Um, and, man, we had, you know, live music, killer raffle, a huge live auction that just went nuts. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, it is something that's very rewarding to, to do in, in uh, memory of, of Kurt and really raising money for our foundation, which is uh, protecting uh, the lives of off-road riders, you know. So we're always trying to uh, work with certain off-road events to try to do what we can to help, uh, you know, give them the tools, uh, whether it's, you know, in, in ways of, you know, better safety equipment to, to make their events uh, safer. So, you know, we're, we're just scratching the surface, but, you know, something that's pretty cool, um, our foundation has no overhead. So, you know, unlike a lot of foundations that, you know, have some overhead with office space and stuff like that, we, we do not have any of that. So really all of our donations go directly uh, back as, as quick as we can bring them in. And, and to date we've raised uh, a little over $650,000 and we've spent – a little over 350,000 on uh, safety initiatives. So, you know, that's pretty neat when you uh when you look back at the short amount of time. It, feel, it feels like a lot longer than that Kurt's been gone, but it really has been still a short short amount of time and um, you know, like I said, it's it's very rewarding. It's something that, you know, I like to, you know, donate as much of my time as possible to uh to continue the the work and and make this thing uh continue to take off. For sure, and it's it's absolutely for you. Unfortunately, it's it's an unfortunate circumstance to be in it. But like you said it's not work. It's it's something that you you it's a it's a labor of love for you. Uh, how can people um, how can people reach out and uh, and make a donation to the foundation, uh, regardless of whether or not there's a particular uh, uh, an event on? Yeah, so we're you know we we operate off of donations. So you know they trickle in throughout the year. People have been great. The community's really just come together. They're seeing what we're doing. You know we've. We did an event last year at the final round of the GNCC just to kind of get some of that East Coast presence going, and, and we we had a great turnout. And um, you know, you can visit us at uh, kirkcelli.com. It's uh, it's our website has tons of info on events that we've done, uh, safety measures that we've been able to imply, and there's a real quick, easy way to to go on and, and donate to our cause. And uh, like I said, you can you can be sure that it's going to go to something that's uh, you know, could help, you know, save someone's life, you know, and that's really what, uh, what it boils down to is we really want to figure out ways. I mean, but, you know, motorcycles aren't, you can never make it a hundred percent safe, but, you know, if we can play a small role in, in making an event safer or, uh, make it a little bit more visible for some of these riders that are going so fast across the desert or through the trees or down in Baja, then, you know, that's kind of really what this uh, foundation's basing itself off of. For sure, and uh, like for you yourself, just speaking of like uh, riding Baja in general, how, how often do you get yourself out there? Because uh, I know you've got some serious skills uh, as far as uh, going out there and uh, for, for on the on the off road side of things, uh, like motocross as well. But uh, like that's a set of off roads, a set of skills that I don't don't currently have. <laughs> uh, you know, Mexico is a great place. I mean, it, it's uh, you know, unfortunately, it, Baja, you know, Mexico does sometimes get a bad rap, whether it's you know the safety of you know, you hear the cartel down there or whatever, but, you know, it's just an amazing place, amazing people down there. There's not many places you can go in the world and just ride on the beach on the sand and not see anything for, for miles and miles and, and not have to worry about getting uh, pulled over and arrested for riding on some beach. 
um, like you could in California or something. But, you know, it, it is, uh, it's an amazing place. And I've been fortunate enough to grow up riding down there. And anyone that gets a chance to, to go down to uh, Mexico and do some riding, I would definitely take advantage of that. I mean, just, you know, the smartest thing for anyone. And anytime you throw a leg over the dirt bike is, you know, especially if you're, you're in a different country, you know, just remember that, you know, it doesn't always work like it does here in the States where you can just go to, you know, a hospital around the corner from a track or, or whatnot. So, you know, it's, it's just those type of things. As long as people are, uh, you know, ready for, for different situations, um, I think uh, you can't go wrong with riding down there and it's a special place. And, you know, you know, Kurt loved riding down there and, you know, he was doing what he loved when he passed away. And, you know, we just have to remember that and remember him. And, uh, you know, Kurt was someone that I knew since I was 16 years old when he started riding for, for FMF. And, uh, he was actually one of the first riders I pulled away from, uh, a competing exhaust company back when I first started with my dad. So, you know, we were friends for, yeah, we were friends for a long time and, you know, he was always an FMF guy through, throughout everything. And, you know, he'll always be remembered as, uh, you know, kind of our American off-road legend. That he was, man, uh, like, uh, and, and very, very well said. Uh, and, uh, and, and I encourage anyone who, uh, who has a few extra bucks or would like to make a donation, go ahead and do so. And, uh, and we'll, we'll definitely see what we can do on our side of things as well to, uh, to promote and, and to, uh, to also make some donations that way. Um, Next on the docket, as far as what I wanted to talk to you about is, uh, I don't know who your design team is, but they need a raise because uh, um, I'm going through the 2018 uh, FMF uh, catalog of, of clothing, clothing and apparel, and I just want everything. So I just like, uh, like, like, you should just like click one uh, unit, pri- unit, unit. Uh, um, quantity of, of one for every single one and then maybe two of all my favorites uh and then just send it on down yeah well i mean s- send the list down uh you know we have <laughs> we have a lot of fun with uh, with the apparel i think it ties in nicely with uh what we do here for on the exhaust side you know um you know fmf is such a synonymous name in it's a lifestyle in motocross and in off-road riding that uh you know it's we love seeing people walk around with, you know hats and t-shirts and just you know they want to show that that they do live a lifestyle of uh, riding dirt bikes and you know it's what we do here at fmf and you know another thing we just found out today that uh that my dad uh was just inducted into the ama hall of fame for the class of 2007 there you go uh so it's pretty special i you know um a good friend of mine tom tom white has uh been yep. uh, over the last couple of years been a, a huge proponent of you know getting me to fill out the information to you know, get the ball rolling and, and get his name in, in the in the hat. And uh, his name was was not only picked but uh, voted on. And and uh, he just got announced today that uh, he is one of five that will be inducted this year in Ohio. So I mean, it's pretty special, uh, you know, to say that uh, my dad's in the AMA Hall of Fame. There you go. And of, of course, huge shout out to Tom White. Tom White is great people and uh, he's currently fighting uh, um, a, a pretty serious form of cancer and uh, which is stress spread throughout his body. And uh, uh, we wish him uh, nothing but um, just good just good vibes to, to one Tom White, who's just been an absolute gem within the, the, the sport and the, the industry of motocross for a long period of time. And congratulations to your dad. Honestly, like that that's a spot that's uh, reserved for builders and people who elevate the sport and, and change the way we do things. And literally, uh, until your dad came along and went to every single national back in, uh, I guess, 74-ish, 
uh, 75-ish when there was there's nothing but down pipes, and I don't know whoever came up the, with the idea that the uh, the very valuable uh, exhaust systems should run underneath the motorcycle. Uh, your dad your dad uh, solved that by doing the up pipes and, uh, and and doing them in a great way. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, man, it's been really cool as we've talked before, but just seeing where the company started and where where it's at now. But uh, you know, we still tr- stay true to the roots and uh, the family kind of vibe that FMF portrays, whether it's, you know, helping out, you know, families throughout the motocross uh, off-road community to, you know, uh, being an Emler and working in the business and having a little a little one running around the shop now. So, you know, it's pretty special, and it's uh, special for me to see that, uh, that he's being inducted. So that's going to be neat. Too cool, man. That that is absolutely unreal. Well, uh, um, that being said, I really appreciate you giving me the time, man. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show and to chat dirt bikes. And uh, uh, congratulations on this weekend success with uh, your your the overall winner in the 250F class going to one Aaron Plessinger. I know he runs uh, the the exhaust system and he enjoys it. And he I think he kind of uh, as far as all the professionals out there right now, he's one of the guys that kind of personifies that uh, uh, that FMF. Uh, uh, good times vibe would you not would you not agree yeah i think uh he's definitely one of the if not the most marketable uh rider that uh that you could have right now regardless of what kind of kind of company you are i mean especially for for us i mean he is speaks everything that fms is all about and you can just see it in his face you know when he wins or when he gets second or third you know he's just he loves life and um you know we also won the 450 overall with uh with jason Anderson. oh right so, yeah that's right. I'm sorry about that. Yep. No, it's all good. Fair enough, man. Well, you know what? Uh, you guys are absolutely crushing it. Thank you again for having me, uh, giving me the time to, to come on the show and pick your brain about all things two wheels and exhaust systems. Uh, don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. Yep. Perfect. Hey, dude, that was some solid radio right there. I appreciate it. I liked it. I was, yeah, man. Um, did, wait, I might have screwed up. Did Tomac get the overall or did Anderson? Uh, I think Tomac got, I think they swapped out, so he got the overall. Yeah, so Tomac, he won the second model, so got the overall. My bad. Dang it. That's all good. Someone's going to call it. Want me to include this part? (laughs) Want me to include this part in the radio and people think it was funny? Yeah, that's fine. For sure. (laughs) 